Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Shirley Raps over here, reporting from Babylon Talmud World, World, Babylon Talmud World Headquarters at Jeff Handel's apartment, Tekoa Street, number seven, Jerusalem. That's where I am. Today we're studying um, Daf Kufchav uh, Vav, Daf 126 of Masech the Shabbos. Let's begin with an overview. We continue our discussion about window shutters. The Machlokas between Rabbi Eliezer and the Chachamim um, about how to be able to use window shutters on Shabbos. Um, and then we talk about the uh, like covers of of Kalim, like lids and stuff of Kalim, moving those thingamajiggy, or thingamajigger. I think technically it's probably thingamajiggy, but I feel like thingamajigger works like a little better. I don't know. Whatever. Just choose one. I don't think it's that important. Cool. Um, next. Then, then we're going to begin the new parak of uh, Mifanin. Okay, the 18th parak. We begin the 18th parak of Masechta Shabbos today. <laughs> that was a delayed laugh. Okay, I just couldn't hold it in for long enough. All right, eventually it came out. All right, friends, let's begin. Um, we are starting on Daf Kuf Chavhei Amud Beis all the way at the bottom. Well, two lines from the bottom. Okay. So remember, we're talking about the window shutters yesterday. In the Mishnah, it was Machlogsin Rabbi Eliezer ben Hurkanus and the Chachamim. So Rabbi Eliezer says that in order to be able to use a window shade, a window shutter on Shabbos, so it has to be tied and dangling from the window then it's clear that it's part of the window and you can use it. Chacham say, Bein kach We don't know what that means, but definitely they argue with Rabbi Eliezer and they say it doesn't have to be tied up and dangling from the window. The question is, what, to what extent do you need it to be tied up, just not dangling, or maybe you don't even have to be, maybe it doesn't have to be tied up at all. So we have to understand the opinion of the Chachamim. So, my Bein kach so, so what's the opinion of the Chachamim here? Uh, what, what is needed, what is not needed in order to be able to use this window shutter. Amr of Abba, Amr of Kahana. So it says Rabbi Abba in the name of Rav Kahana. Bein kosher, bein she'eno kosher. Vusha mesukan. Aha. So according to Rabbi Abba in the name of Rav Kahana, it doesn't even need to be tied up. You can almost just have the window shutter like lying on the ground. And then I guess you just pick it up and somehow attach it to your window. Uh, and that would be acceptable. You wouldn't have to worry about bone, you wouldn't have to worry about mukta, nothing like that. You just would have to have some kind of a kavana in advance that, um, that, right, that you can use it as a window shutter. But it doesn't even have to be tied bichla. Okay? Amalei Rabbi Yirmiya. Rabbi Yirmiya says to Rabbi Abba. Now, this is interesting. So Rabbi Abba, okay, Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Zer, Rabbi Yirmiya, so they were like all students of Rabbi Abau, who was a student of Rabbi Yochanan, at least according to Janine's chart, which is interesting. Now, um, both Rabbi Abba and Rabbi Zera made Aliyah from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael, right? We saw in two separate occasions that Rabbi Zera, um, right? We had, we had, it came up twice where Rabbi, where Rabbi Yehuda's students from Bavel, from Pumpadisa in Bavel, his students were trying to avoid him because they wanted to make Aliyah. One was with uh, Rabbi Zera, and one was with Rabbi Abba. So we see that Rabbi Abba and Rabbi Zer were both students of Rabbi Yehuda in Pumpedisa. They then made Aliyah to Eretz Yisrael where they were students of Rabbi Abba. 
Okay, um, so that's Rabbi Abba and Rabbi Zera. And Rabbi Yirmiya, I think, was in that crew as well. So you have Rabbi Zera, Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Yirmiya. I think they were like contemporaries. And uh, uh, I guess they were students. According to Janine's chart, they were all students of Rabbi Abba. That's all I could say. Um, anyways, so Rabbi Yirmiya now says to Rabbi Abba, okay, Vilemamar, Bain Tali, Uvein Sheeno Tali, Vusha Kasher, Nu. So Rabbi Yirmiya says to Rabbi Abba, one second. Rabbi Abba, you're saying that it, it doesn't even need to be tied bechlal. Meaning, Rabbi Eliezer says that the window shutter would have to be tied up and dangling. Now, Rabbi Abba says that the Chachamim disagree with Rabbi Eliezer. And they say, not only does the window shutter not have to, not have to be dangling. Right? Not only can it be lying on the floor... But it doesn't even need to be tied. To which Rabbi Yirmiya says, one second. I would say that the Chachamim say that it doesn't have to be dangling in the air. It could be lying on the ground, but it should still have to be tied. Right? Rabbi Yirmiya says to Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Abba, why don't you say, right, why don't you say, that according to the Chachamim, it doesn't have to be dangling in the air, but it would have to be tied up. How come? Because Abba Babachana says the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Kimachlokes Kan Kamachlokes Benegir Anigra. That the Machlokes, the same Machlokes over here between Rabbi Eliezer and the Chachamim regarding this window shutter is the same Machlokes that transpires with regard to a, um, like like a door stopper thing, right? That like peg that we saw the other day that you stick in the um, threshold of the door to prevent the door from uh, from being able to open. So there's a similar machlokas regarding this neger and nigrar, regarding this this door stopper that is uh, attached to the door. But that you can take it out, you know, can take it in and out of the, of the doorstop, but, but it's still tied to the door. Ditnan, as we learned, as we learned in a Mishnah, neger and nigrar, okay? So if you have this, this like doorstop, right? This thing that you stick in the threshold of the door on the floor so that the door can't open, okay? So we say, noah linboba miktash valoba medina. So we say that this neger and nigrar, you can use it to lock a door in the base of mikdash, but not outside of the base of mikdash. In the base of mikdash, but not outside of the base of Mikdash. Ve'amunach kan v'chan aser. But if it is just lying there, then it won't even be permitted even in the base of Mikdash. Okay, and we're going to explain what this Negra and Negra is and Munach. We're going to explain what that is in a minute. Rabbi Yehuda Omer says Rabbi Yehuda Hamunach Mutter BeMikdash that when it's just Munach when it's just lying there it's permitted in the base of Mikdash VeNigra BeMedina and if it is Nigrar then it is even permitted in the outside of the base of Mikdash. Now Vitania we learned it by Ezu Negra Nigrar. Okay, new. So what is this Negra Nigrar? And we're gonna make all we're gonna make sense of this whole Mishnah right now. This Negra Nigrar thing. So what is a Negra Nigrar? What what is this door peg? That's considered draggable, that's nigrar. That we said according to the Tanakama, that you would be allowed to lock a door with it in, in the base of Mikdash, but not outside of the base of Mikdash. So here's the answer, friends. 
It's talking about this doorstop that is tied and dangling and reaches the ground. So we're saying that according to the Tanakama, we have this doorstop that is, I guess, let's say tied to the top doorpost and it's dangling down and it reaches the ground. So it's tied, but it's not dangling. Well, meaning it, when we say dangling, like let's say according to Eliezer, like dangling with the, with the, with the window shutter, it means dangling in the air. But if it reaches the ground, it's not considered talui. It's not considered dangling. So what we're saying is this negra nigra that we say that you're allowed to use in the base of Mikdash, but not outside of the base of Mikdash. It's talking about this doorstop that is tied up and it's hanging from the top of the door, but it reaches the ground. It's on the ground. And we're saying that in the base of Mikdash, it's permitted, but outside of the base of Mikdash, it's not permitted. We're saying because it would be only Osumidir Abbanon. That would be considered, you know, I guess Xer about Bona, that we don't want you, you know, sticking something into the, into the, into the house. But, so it's Osumidir Abbanon. We say ain't Shivos Mikdash. So in the base of Mikdash, it would be permitted. But outside of the base of Mikdash, i.e., for you and me, for everybody else, you would not be allowed to use this doorstop that even though it's tied, it's resting on the floor. In order to use this, 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 this doorstop, you know, outside of this, the Shai, for you and me to be able to use this doorstop, it would have to be tied and dangling in the air. Okay. Rabbi Huda Omer, Ze Afba Medina Mutter, to which Rabbi Yehuda responds and says, no, there's no problem. What, if you have a doorstop and it's tied, even though it's touching the ground, who cares? You could still use it. It's no problem. As long as it's tied. Well then what, according to Rabbi Yehuda, is not allowed in Medina? What, what, what then wouldn't be allowed for you and me outside of the base of Mikdash? If it isn't tied and it isn't hanging, it's just like you take this doorstop, you stick it into the, to the threshold. Now nobody can come in. Now you take it out and you put it down somewhere. Well, that would be considered like, like, like bonnet, would be considered like building, and that would not be allowed outside of, uh, in, in the Medina, outside the base of Mikdash. Although he does say that it would be permitted in the base of Mikdash. So, so I guess that it wouldn't, Mamish, be considered bonnet because then it shouldn't be allowed in the base of Mikdash either. Uh huh. As Rashi says, Hamunach mutur ba Mikdash, the came the Mesukan me'esma lahachi la bonehu. Since it's put aside, since from yesterday, for this purpose, it's not considered bonet. Seder. According to Rabbi Yehuda. Fine. Friends. So now let's review what we just said. We said a few things. We had two different prices. One explained the other. What's going on here? Basically what we're saying is we have machlokas between the Tanakama and Rabbi Yehuda. According, and this is the important part, that according to the Tanakama, if you have this doorstop that is tied, but it's touching the floor. So according to the Tanakama, you would not be allowed you and I, forget about the base of you and I would not be allowed to use that. In order for us to use it, it would have to be tied and dangling in the air. Rabbi says no. As long as it's tied, even, it's not, even if it's not dangling in the air, if it's resting on the floor, you and I would be able to use it. Okay? The Amr of Yeshua Bar Abba, it says Rabbi Yeshua Bar Abba, Mishmei De'ula, Mantana Negra Nigrar, who is the Tanakama that says that the Negra Nigrar would have to be both tied and dangling in the air in order for us to be able to use it? I.e., who's the 
Tanakamu argues with Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Eliezer, he. It's Rabbi Eliezer who says that by a, a window shutter, it would have to be tied and dangling. Well, guess what? He's also the Tana by this doorstop that says it would, have, it would have to be tied and dangling in order to be able to use it. And Rabbi Barbachana had said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that the same machlokas that there is by the window shutter, it's that that is the same machlokas by Negar and Nigrar. And therefore, if we know that by Negar and Nigrar, the machlokas is, does it have to be both tied and dangling, or is simply tying it enough? And if Rabbi Barbachan is saying in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that that's the same exact machlokas as by a window shutter, well, guess what, friends? What does that mean? What's the machlokas by the window shutter? The machlokas is, does it have to be both tied and dangling like Rabbi Yezer, or is tying it enough? So therefore, Rabbi Abba, how can you say that according to Chacham, it doesn't even have to be tied at all? If by Negar and Nigrar, nobody would say it doesn't have to be tied at all. It would have to at least be tied. And Rabbi Barbachana says that that's the same machlok as by Negar and Nigrar as it is by the window shutter. So therefore, it would seem that, the, that according to the Chachamim, it would have to be tied. It's just a matter of does it have to be dangling in the air or not. That was Rabbi Abba's kasha. That was Rabbi Yirmiya's kasha and Rabbi Abba. Amar lei. So Rabbi Abba responds to Rabbi Yirmiya. On a da'amiki ha'itana. Well, I hold like a different tana. As far as I'm concerned, the chachamim here by the window shutters, and I'm arguing that they would say that you don't even have to tie it b'chalal. They say, they're, they're, they're like the following b'risa. As we learn in the b'risa, the tanya, If you have a reed and the balabayas, you have a homeowner that says, you know what, I'm going to use this reed as a lock for a door. I don't know, I guess somehow you take this stick, this reed, and you're going to put it across the door so nobody can open it. So, well, as long as it is both tied and hanging by the door, so you can use it to open and close the door. If it's not tied up and hanging, well, then you cannot open and close with it. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel says, look, the only thing that matters is that it's set aside for this purpose from before Shabbos. It doesn't have to be even tied b'chlal. And therefore, Rabbi Abba says, look, as far as I'm concerned, the Chachamim here are like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, who says that it wouldn't even have to be tied. So don't bring me your fancy stuff from Rabbi Abba Khan and then Rabbi Yochanan says it's the same machlokas uh, 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 by the window shutters as well as by Negar and Nigrar. Forget it. Forget it. Over here, it's not a machlok. It's not like the machloks by Negar and Nigrar. Over here, the Chachamim are holding like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel that it wouldn't even have to be tied b'chlal. Amr of Yehuda bar Shilas, Amr Rav Asi, Amr of Yochanan, Halachak Rav Shimon ben Gamliel. So Rav Yehuda bar Shilas says in the name of Rav Asi, who says in the name of Rav Yochanan, that Halachak is like Rav Shimon ben Gamliel, that this reed that you're going to use to close the door doesn't even have to be tied b'chla. Amr Rav Yochanan, Achim, would Rav Yochanan really say like Rav Shimon ben Gamliel? Ve'atnan. But we learn in the Mishnah, as we're going to learn in a few minutes. 
כל כיסויי הכלים שיש להם בייס אחיזה ניתן בשעבס. Now the Mishnah says that any lid to a kli, if it has a handle on it, you can move it on Shabbos. Ve'amr of Yehuda Barshila, Amr of Asi, Amr of Yochanan, and on that, Rav Yehuda Barshila says the name of Rav Asi, the name of Rav Yochanan, V'hush yesh Torah's kli alein. However, this lid, in order to be able to move it, Davka needs to have a Torah's kli. It Davka needs to be a kli in its own right. And if it's not a kli, you can't move it. And therefore, this stick, this, this reed that you can use to lock the door, it's not a kli. It's not a kli. It's not a vessel. It's just a piece, it's a stick, it's a reed. And therefore, how could Rabbi, how could Rabbi, how could Rabbi Yochanan possibly hold like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, who says that you can use this reed to lock your door even if it's not tied, yet Rabbi Yochanan says that in order to be able to move something, it has to be a kli. But this reed isn't a kli. How could he agree with Rabbi Shimon Gamliel who says you can move this reed? Maybe you'll say, no, but this reed is also a kli. This reed is also a kli because maybe you can use it to mix olives or something like that. But umibayu Rabbi Shimon Gamliel Torah's kli alav. Yeah, but Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, the fact of the matter is, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel does not require that this thing should be a kli. Ve'atani we learn in Brayso Chariel Shadekel Shigidron Hashem Eitzim and Imlachalei in the Yeshiva, as we learned yesterday, that if you have these palm branches that you initially cut them down so that you can burn them, and then you change your mind and said, you know what, I want to sit on them. You have to tie them up. Rav Shimon Gamliel says that you don't have to tie them up. You don't have to make them into kli. It's okay. You can just leave them there and you can sit on them. So Rav Shimon Gamliel doesn't require kli. So how could it possibly be that Rav Yochanan is passing like Rav Shimon Gamliel if Rav Shimon Gamliel says that this reed wouldn't have to be a kli and Rav Yochanan says that in order to move something it has to be a kli? My answer is Rav Yochanan says, look, Rabbi Yochanan holds like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel with, in one regard. What's that? In that it wouldn't, this reed wouldn't have to be tied and hanging. But he doesn't uh, hold like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel with, in another regard, which is, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel would say well, that, right, that in order to move something, it would not have to be a kli. Whereas, uh, Rabbi Yochanan says it would have to be a kli. Okay. Say it. Darsh Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha Pischa Derej Gelusa. Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha he uh, taught at the uh, thresh at the door of the Reish Galusa. Halacha Rabbi Eliezer that halacha is like Rabbi Eliezer that this window shutter would have to be both tied and dangling in the air. Masiv of Amram, to which Rav Amram asked the question. We have a Mishnah and Afkufnun Zayin. That says, from a story, a story with um, the father of Reb Tzaddik and Abishol ben Botnis. We're going to get there in a few weeks. And it says that we learned from this story that what? Shepokikin, that you would be allowed to take a job. Basically, if you have uh, two apartments, let's say, and they share a wall, and there's a mace in one apartment, and then um, 
So we're concerned about via the window in between the two walls. If there's a window in that wall that separates the two apartments, well then the two masamis will transfer through the window. So what you can do is you could take a kli and you could just stick it in the window. And that kli isn't talui, uh, you know, it's not tied and, 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 and dangling. And you could just put it up in that window. And we're not concerned about Rabbi Eliezer who says that a shutter would have to be tied and dangling. So we learn from there that you can stick this clean in the wall. Umoduddin, you can even measure. Uh, I don't remember what you're measuring, but I think maybe like the size of the clear or something. Okay. Arashi says you can measure the um, size of a mikvah or, or like um, rags or something. Vikoshrin, and you can tie on Shabbos. Right, a kesha that's not shakesha shakayama. Fine, beseder. The point being that, meaning on the one hand, Rabbi Yitzhak Nafka is saying that the Allah is like Rabbi Yezer, that this window shutter would have to be tied and dangling. Yet Rabbi Amram says that we have a Mishnah later on that says it wouldn't have to be tied and dangling. It would be like the Chacham. I guess the Chacham according to Rabbi Yabba, that it would be that it would need to be neither, tie, neither tied nor dangling. Amalei Abaye. So then Abaye says to Rabbi Amram, my daitech, mshum dikatani stama. So to which Abaye comes to the defense of Yitzhak Nafka and he says to Rabbi Amram, he says, but why do you prefer that later Mishnah Right, where, where, where they use this clee to, to close the window. Well, it's because it's a stam mishnah. And because this mishnah was said stam, therefore, you know, the lach is like a stam mishnah. And therefore, you want to say that you'd be allowed to use a window shutter, even though it's not tied and it's not dangling. Negar nigra nami stami. We just talked about that negar nigra, um, Mishnah, where we had a machlokus between the Tanakama and Rabbi Yehuda, the Tanakama being Rabbi Yehuda. So we see that that was also, it was just stated stam, it wasn't stated as Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, opinion, it was a stam. And yet, so, so therefore, if you want to go based on a stam, so say you could say like Rabbi Yehuda as well. So the Gemara says, yeah, but, hachi, uh, hachi the Gemara says, yeah, but even so, Abaye, actually, it would make sense like Rav Amram, to go like that later Mishnah, because over there was actually saying a Maiserav. It was saying a story that happened, that there was a real story with real people, the father of Reb Tzadok and Abishal ben Botni, that they actually took a Kli that wasn't tied and wasn't dangling and put it in the window. And as we also learned earlier, what was it, Andaf, uh, um, it says over here, Andaf Chafalaf Mudalaf, that when you have a story, like a story of like a real rabbi who actually did in a certain way, not just speculation about, you know, this rabbi says this, that rabbi says that, but you have a real story in which they pass in a certain way and they acted a certain way. So we see that the, in reality, the Allah is like that. And therefore, um, Rav, Amram, Rav Amram's, you know, bringing in that Mishnah from later with that story where they put this clean in the window, even though it wasn't tied and it wasn't dangling, that is a, um, we, we would prefer to take that as a proof. New Mishnah. So the Mishnah says, according to the Tanakhama, if you have a lid of a kli and it has a handle, you can carry it on Shabbos. Okay? So uh, you have some kind of kli. And the Gemara is going to explain what kind of kli we're talking about. But you have a kli and this kli has a lid on it. As long as the lid has a handle, you can move it on Shabbos. Amr Yosi, but medvarim worm bekisur kakos. Aval bekisur yakelim, Rabbi Yossi disagrees with the Tanakama. And he says that while I, 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 I agree with you, or I admit that when it comes to a lid of the ground, it would have to have a handle. What's a lid of a ground? Let's say you have some kind of a pit. 
and you have a cover for the pit. So that's more like a, a bow neck kind of thing that if you don't have a handle on it, it might seem like you're like actually adding to the pit. You're taking a cover and adding it to the pit. Therefore, by having a handle, it makes it clear that it's just the lid and that it's meant to be taken on and off and that it's its own cleat. So, so, um, so, so Rabiosi says, look, I admit over there that you would need a handle in order to make it clear that it's a cleat. And if it doesn't have a cleat, then you wouldn't be able to move it. However, when it comes to, uh, Kalim, meaning the handle itself would be a cleat, meaning when it comes to the ground, you have like a pit or something and you have a cover for the pit. So that cover would need to have a handle in order, right, to show that it's a cleat. And what can you do with these Kalim? I know you could put food on it. You can, you know, you can put other items on, on this lid, right? But, Unless there, I need to, when it comes to the ground, I need to have a handle on it to make it clear that it's a kli and it's not part of the pit. It's not binyan. However, says Rabbi Yossi, when it comes to kalim, when it comes to vessels, the lid would not need a handle on it. Okay? Fine. Amr of Yudah Barshila, Amr of Asi, Amr of Yochanan, Vushesh Torahs Kliyalein. Okay. So as we saw a few minutes ago, says Rabbi Yudah Barshila, Sheila, in the name of Rav Asi, in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, that when we're talking about being able to move these lids, the lid itself would have to have a Taurus Kli Alein. They would have to, they would have to, in themselves, be a Kli, not just like a random item. If it, if it doesn't have a Taurus Kli Alein, then there's nothing to talk about. You can't move it. In order to even be able to talk about, well, if it has a base yad, if it doesn't have a base yad, if it has a handle or not, it would first have to be a Kli to begin with. Now, Says the Gemara, Now, everyone, both the Tanakhama and Rabbi Yossi agree that when it comes to a, a lid for like a, 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 you know, a covering for like a pit, in order to be able to move it on Shabbos, it would have to have a handle. There's, there, nobody questions that. And for a cover of like some kind of a kli, let's say like a soda bottle or something, the lid of a soda bottle, the cap of a soda bottle, you, you, you can move that even if there's no handle on it. Kipligay, where they argue, is ba'ara, is by vessels that you've connected them to the ground. Remember yesterday we had the machlokas between, uh, Rabbi Yehuda and, and, and the Chachamim about, by an oven that we say it's connected, it has to be connected to the ground. So like by an oven and a stove that are connected to the ground. So on the one end they're kalim. On the other end, they're connected to the ground. So how do we treat their lid? Do we treat their lid like a kli and say that you don't need to have a handle on it? Or do we treat their, their, their lid like the ground and we say that you do have to have a handle on it? So the Tanakam says you have to have a handle on it because you make a gzera of lids of, uh, of, 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 of ovens. You make a gzera because of lids of the ground and you have to have a handle on the lid of the oven. Whereas Abiyosi says, I'm not concerned that, you know, if you have the lid of an oven without a handle on it, that you're going to end up moving the lid of a pit without a handle on it. Therefore, he says, look, the lid of a pit needs to have a handle. The lid of an oven does not have to have a handle. Lishna Achrina, you could say the same machlokas in a different way. Kiplige, where they argue, is Bechisui Tanur, is in the covering of an oven. Mar Medamile Likisui Kaika, Umar Medamile Likisui Kalim. Rabbi... The, the, the Tanakama says that we have to treat the cover of an oven like the cover of the ground and it needs a handle, whereas Rabbi Yossi compares it to the lid of um, Kalim and that you do not need a handle on it. Hajjan Allah, Kol Akalim, we will come back to you, Kol Akalim.
All right, new parak mifanin afilu arba arba v'chamesh kupos shel teven v'shel tvua mipnei orchim mipnei bitol beis hamedrash avaloes haotzar. What does that mean? So I'm going to read that again. Mifanin afilu arba v'chamesh kupos shel teven v'shel tvua. So you can, if you have, I don't know, let's say in your house, you have boxes full of straw or full of grain, and now you have people coming and you want to get them out of the way so that they have a place to sit. So no problem, get them out of the way. And you don't have to worry about tircha. You don't have to worry about doing too much work. It's okay. You can move away the boxes. Um, four, the Gemara is going to explain what it means four or five, but you can move four or five boxes of straw, of grain, because there are guests coming, or because there are, you know, students coming to, to study Torah. You can get them out of the way. However, do not clear out the entire storage house. Okay. Mifan and Truma Tahora. Now, what kind of stuff are we allowed to move away? You can move away Truma that is pure, Udmai, right? Um, food that we're not sure if Maiser was taken from it. Umaiserishon Chinit La Trumaso. You can also move away, um, you know, the Maiser Rishon that, of course, we know by now that you give to the Levi, even though we haven't worked with it in a while, but we give it to the Levi. And then the Levi takes one tenth of that and he gives that to the Kohen. So once you have this Maiser that the Levi has given the 10% to the Kohen, you can move that. Right, it's like the very beginning of the seventh parak of Brachas. We talked about all these things. So also, if you have Meiser Sheni, which is of course after Truma and Meiser, you take the Meiser Sheni and you bring that to Jerusalem and eat it. But what you can do is instead of schlepping all that food, you can just transfer its holiness to money and then go to Jerusalem and use that money to buy stuff to buy food. The Hekdesh Shenifdu, as well as Hekdesh, like you say, this animal is going to be a korban. Instead of schlepping the animal to Jerusalem, you can also just transfer its kedusha to money and buy a korban over there in Jerusalem. As well as a dried tormus bean that generally you would cook, but raw you can technically feed it to animals. But not completely untied food. You can't move. Um, if a levy has maiser rishon but has not yet separated trumas maiser to give to the kohen, is maiser sheni ve'hektesh shaloniftu, and you can't move maiser sheni or hektesh that was not yet uh, that was not redeemed to money, that loes loaf loes achardol, and not this loaf bean which is not even eaten by animals and not mustard seeds. Guess that those aren't eaten raw either. Says actually, you would be able to move these loof beans because um, ravens can eat them. If you have bundles of straw or bundles of wood or bundles of reeds, if you've set them aside to be animal food, so no problem, you can move them. But if you have, haven't set them aside to be animal food, so then you may not move them. Says the Gemara, the Mishnah said that you'd be allowed to move five of these boxes. Well, then obviously, if you can move five boxes, boxes you can move four boxes. So why does it say four or five? So Amr of Chizda, Arba may Chamesh, the Chamesh may Otsagado. So if Chizda says no, what it means you can't, it means that if there are five boxes, you can move four of them. If there's a big uh, storage house with like lots and lots of boxes, you can move maximum of five. But do not, but you cannot clear out the entire storage house because we're concerned that if you clear out the entire entire storage house you might then find holes and you might fill in the holes and we don't want that so we say you can if there are five you can move four out of five if there's a big storage house you can move a maximum of five what does it mean and do not do you know do not empty out the entire storage house obviously we just said that you can only take out a maximum of four out of five 
or a maximum of five out of entire storage house. We know not to do the entire otzar. Means that if you've never, however, if you've never cleared out anything from this storage house, well then you shouldn't start now because it's muktzah. Umani Rabbi Yehuda the Islay muktzah, and this is like Rabbi Yehuda, the author of this mission is Rabbi Yehuda who holds of muktzah, and therefore he's saying that if you have not yet started taking anything out of the storage house, well then don't start now because it's muktzah. Ushmuel Amar Arba V'chamesh, whereas Shmuel argues on Rav Chizda, which is interesting because Shmuel is like super high up. Rav Chizda was a student of Rav Huna, was a student of Rav. Like I don't know, interesting that. That, um, unless what, what it could be is that like there's an assumption that Rav Chizda is maybe saying Rav's opinion and Rav and Shmuel do argue, but whatever it is, it's interesting that, you know, Rav Chizda would be arguing with Shmuel directly. In any event, Shmuel says, um, what it means four or five boxes, Kida Amre Inche, it means, you know, four or five, Vibaya Filutuva, but the fact of the matter is, it's not being exact. It's not saying four or five. It means a whole bunch of boxes. If you want to clear out a hundred boxes, clear out a hundred boxes, whatever it is, however much you want. But do not clear out the entire storage house. What does it mean just not the entire storage house? Don't clear everything out of the storage house. Because we're concerned that maybe you'll end up filling in some holes. If you find holes, you'll, you'll, you'll fill them in. So don't don't clear out the entire storage house, but you can clear in a whole bunch. However, don't clear out the entire storage house, but you can start clearing out the storage house. Um, and who's the author of this Mishnah who says that you can start clearing out the storage house for the first time? It's Rabbi Shimon who doesn't hold of Muktzah. All right, friends. Well, that was Daf Kufchavav. I think that that Lamaisa was a much shorter Daf than like most of the Daf's over the last like month. Um, so that's cool. Let Let's review what we've learned. So we started off the day talking about window shutters, right? Trying to understand what is the opinion of the Chachamim there. Rabbi Yezer says that the window shutters would have to be both tied and dangling in the air. The Chachamim argue. To what extent do they argue? So Rabbi Abba says in Rabbi Kahana that. They say that it wouldn't even have to be tied at all. It could just be lying on the ground as long as he set it aside before Shabbos that he intends to use it as a window shutter. Whereas Rabirmiya argues and he says, um, no, it would have to be tied. It could be lying on the floor, sure, but it would have to be tied. Okay. Um, and then that argument kind of took us for a while. We talked about saying that it's the same machlogs by Neger and Negra. We talked about Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. That was whatever, but it essentially was really just talking about the machlogs between Rabbi Abba and Rabbi Yirmiya. We then talked about moving the covers of Kalim. So we said that when we're talking about the, the cover of like a pit in the ground, well then everybody agrees that it needs a handle because we're concerned about bone. And when it's talking about mom, just like a regular vessel. Everyone agrees that you don't need a handle on it. The machlokas is when it comes to a stove or an oven that are attached to the ground. Do we treat it like the ground or do we treat it like the, like, like a clay? So according to the Tanakama, we treat it like the ground and it needs a handle. Contribuoso, we treat it like a clean, it doesn't need a handle. Fine. Then we talked about moving different bundles of things. So Rav Chizda said that you can move four out of five or a maximum of five from the storage house, but do not, you know, start taking things out of a storage house because they would be mukta. Um, and that's like Rabbi Yehuda holds up mukta. Shmuel says you can take however much you want, um, but just don't finish up everything in the storage house. Um, but you can start taking things out of the storage house, and that is like Rib Shimon, who doesn't hold a muksa. Um, all right, friends. Well, that was Daf Kufra Vav. I hope you enjoyed. Have a great day. Peace.